Coming to you live from the Morningstar Mission Sponsored Studios, this is Carl and Crew Mornings on 90.1 FM Moody Radio. My bride would be so happy with Young Thunder this morning. Why? You got your kilt on. My She's kilt. got those British kilt. roots. Yeah. It's kind, of a, it's kind of a winter kilt. Yeah. It's Isn't a kilt Scottish? Oh, it's Scottish. Yeah. British. It's they all wear kilts. Oh, okay. Comfy. It is. It's like a, a big blanket hoodie goes all the way down to my knees. Uh, it's li- it's literally got like blanket fabric all over it on the inside, and it is fantastic. Put a belt around that thing, you'd look like a Viking. Oh, you're, you're right about that. Belt. <laughs> you're right. Wow. It's pretty thick. It's pretty hairy, good armor, get too. Get your hairy legs hanging out the bottom. <laughs> oh, wow. That's, that's a Wear look. some sandals. Yeah. I like it. I, I think that'd be great. Put Sounds, a belt around the that belt. Thing. No, no, it just needs to be brown big, leather sandals. No, big old six inch leather belt, six inch strap with a oh, oh, so with a holster up. for his sword. That'd I love it. Great. Yes, please. Oh First, we got to give me a sword. You no. know what's what, you know what's sad about that is is if you walked down the streets of Chicago with yeah. it, nobody would blink. No one would say a no. thing. Probably not. Uh, it's like, oh, there's, there's a dude with a kilt and a sword. Yeah, so? <laughs> Just another day. <laughs> to you. Yeah. Good morning. <laughs> Carl, I got good news for you. I want to hear it. Well, I am checking our Carl and Crew uh, morning Facebook messages. And, you know, you get all kind of messages. And I would like to congratulate you because a, uh, a supplement company contacted you and said, hello, Carl. We'd love to bring you on board as an official athlete. <laughs> Whoa! What? They'd like an to official give you, athlete? They'd like to give you free products, weekly wow. pay, exposure through their Instagram account. And they reached out because they just love the content you're putting out as an athlete. So congrats. <laughs> huh? <laughs> Must be my rippling pectoral muscles. It's true. These messages crack me up because they... It's you know, such a scam. They saw you go to the of Moody course. Bible Institute gym. Once. And yeah, and then they <laughs> said... But you, they'd like to bring you on board, so uh, there you go. Would you like to go on board to, uh, to represent this supplement company as By the way, what is the supplement company? Uh, Let's go I, ahead and bust them I don't out. even want to say it. Yeah, I'm, that's it. EPN Supplements? It's a joke. It's not real. Of course it's a joke. Yeah, it's a the, scam. It cracks me up, though, because they do try to personalize, and you see these across social media platforms where you get these messages that are personalized. I'm using that in air quotes, and that they use your name. And they say, we really like such and such and would like you to partner. Oh, come on. I love it. Don't fall for this stuff. I, the, the funny thing to me is that they picked something so specific, like you are an athlete. Yes. And there are more people out there than not who are not athletes <laughs> and would think it's very weird that you would like to sponsor me for this. Yep. I have somebody who takes care of that for me. Thank you. <laughs> you know? I have I got, have a, agent. got a comment here from 2885 there, Young Thunder. Viking mm-hmm. dress for sure would earn the title Young Thunder. Oh, that does. Oh, I like oh, it. That feels like an appropriate name. It does sound like a That's Viking very name. true. So we got snow on the way next week. <laughs> we do uh, a big tu- storm. Yeah, Tuesday could be very tricky. Ooh, starts Monday night into Tuesday. I think it's on my app. It shuts down by one a.m. They might have them pretty so, cleared out. Right? I'm just kind of hoping it just moves quickly across. And I hope we get some good snow. I do too. Oh. I want one of those big, one of those big. Ones. I'm dreaming. Jonathan. What I do of a white January. No, we had a white New Year's. Yeah, or did you have snow? I don't. I I wasn't here. Oh, whatever. You had snow on. Was there snow on New Year's? Oh yeah, 
Oh, no, not for me. By the I way, good news. I went to Cozumel over the break, you know, and uh, one of the things that I discovered when I got to Cozumel yeah. is you can go into any pharmacy and get HGH. Which is? Human growth hormone. Oh, wow. So you are <gasps> sponsored by a... Uh... <laughs> so I looked at the gal at the register and in true Carl form, for which my wife just goes, oh, brother. <sighs> There's a r- picture. So she shows me this whole brochure. She yeah. says, would you like some some of these supplements. I said, now, uh, let me ask you a question. If I pop these bad boys, mm-hmm. would I look like this guy right here in 48 hours? And she said, <laughs> no. <laughs> At least she is honest with right? But those guys, it's kind of sad, man. People, do, they'll get on cruise ships just to go down and get their HGH really? supply. Really? Oh, no. Vicodin, oh, no. Tramadol. Everything. Wow. Every drug under the sun. That's a they got a whole list at these pharmacies of all that you can get. Wow. Wow. Yeah, it's kind of rough. That's a bummer. Yeah. Ooh. I don't know. You in a Viking uniform on HGH might really look be a good look. We're all over the place today. No HGH for me. You believe it's Freedom Friday? Can you? Freedom. So we're definitely in that time of year where you kind of still don't know what day it is yet. That's very true. <laughs> like what? To, Just what, what? What day are we on? Coming off a little break, feeling like, is it Monday every day? No. Okay. Is it Saturday? No. It's Friday. It's Friday. First person to call in and share with us your freedom story, how Jesus saved your soul, gets Carl and Crew prize back right now. Just come on. Hmm. I, don't, I haven't done that one in a long time. Yeah. No, you oh. haven't. Just call on in right now. Tell us your freedom story, how Jesus set you free. You got a Carlin Crew prize pack. 312-274-9624. 312-274-9624. Cindy and Zion, first person to call in this morning with freedom story. Cindy, tell us your story. Yes. Hi, Carl. I'm a PK, which is a preacher's kid. And the summer that I was five years old, my dad decided to show some Christian movies every Sunday evening. And um, one Sunday night, he showed the movie, The Burning Hell. And um, during that movie, I, I knew that I needed a Savior. And I, mean, I wasn't a huge sinner at five, but I knew that Jesus had come to set me free. And um, I didn't want the punishment of eternal separation from God. And I asked him into my heart last night. That's remember since. Oh, that's, that's great. Cindy, let me ask you some questions because there's a lot of people that there's, there's a couple of different folks out there listening. Some people have come to Jesus at a very young age and then others know that they prayed a prayer. And when I say coming to Jesus, let's get our theology straight. They, know, they are absolutely certain, and you might be in this camp, that Jesus called you out of darkness into the light, and you were filled with the Holy Spirit, and you've been forever changed. Now, that doesn't mean you walk perfectly with the Lord, but it was a genuine transformation. Others say, like myself, by the way, I'm in this camp, where I prayed a prayer, but I really, I really wasn't born again. Was that your born-again experience at the age of five, Cindy? It was. It truly, truly was. That's so awesome. Yes. That's so awesome. How did that yes. carry you through elementary school and then on into high school? How did that work its way out? Did you see the Lord directing and prompting you and giving you power? 
I did. At, in second grade, I knew that the Lord was calling me. Um, my parents, my family was very musical, and I knew that God was calling me to be uh, a music teacher to, at eight years of age. And, you know, um, that's... Yes, I didn't live a perfect life, but uh, God directed me, and then I can tell you when I really had to stand up for who God had called me to be was in college, and I had a professor who claimed to be a Christian um, minister, and he he would curse in class, and he, he brought in um, a, a lady to share some things about premarital sex, and I went to him, and I said, um, I'm sorry, but I can't be here for that class. And he asked me why. And I said, well, I don't believe that, um, that there's any safe sex outside of marriage and I won't be here. And he made an example of me in front of the whole class. And that day I was like, okay, God, I'm going to stand up for you no matter what. Oh, Cindy, wow. that is yeah. a fantastic story. So this is so cool, Cindy. Um, how, how is God working in your life today? What's he doing? In well, you? I'm a children's pastor and, uh, I, I've been, had the opportunity to do that for 12 years now. And, um, the Lord is just using me to be able to uh, bring kids in our community, as well as God's given me a fresh vision to really reach out to um, children who don't have a mom and a dad in in um, yeah. shelters here in our area, um, and where their their moms have gone through abuse, and so our church is reaching out to them and bringing them to our kids clubs on Wednesday nights. And um, I I can just give the glory to God because yeah. when I came to the Lord at such a young age, I have a heart to share what God has done to children so that they, that their hearts are open to him at an early, early age and that they have an opportunity to serve him their whole life. Cindy, this is a great story. Wow. We want to thank you for calling in. That's so cool, Cindy. (laughs) Stay on the horn with Cindy. You're getting the Carl and Crew prize pack today. Hmm. That's 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 a tremendous story. Thank you for being part of the Boom Crew and Boom Sister. Way to go! Wow, what a what a cool story, and and so many layers to it. What an awesome woman of God. It's just something bedrock solid about Cindy yeah. that you know she's got her feet on the rock. I love that because the, the cool thing about Cindy's story is that yep, salvation at five. But God's work in her was just evident beginning. That was the beginning. And with lots and lots of moments with him ever since. So cool. Man, that'll put fire in your belly right there. Very cool. Today on this Freedom Friday, we're going to be dealing with the issue of truth. And, um, you know, we're going to keep a question in front of you all morning long. Allie's got it for you right now. Yeah, we want to ask you, when you were saved, what wrong thinking did God liberate you from? When you were set free, called out of darkness, what wrong thinking did God set you free from? 312-274-9624. Giving hope directly from the source. We're Carl and Crew Mornings. 
Thinking truth is critical. Why? I think it really liberates us from two big buckets. If you think truth, and let's go back to the high ridge of right thinking, it saves us from falling perilously into self-loathing on one side of the high ridge, which is thinking less of ourselves than God thinks of us, or self-elevating, which is thinking more of ourselves than we think of God. That's important. It's not thinking more of ourselves than God thinks of us. No, it's thinking more of ourselves than we think of God. And if I think about what God set me from, I think I've got an answer for that, wrong thinking. But what would yours be, Allie, when you I, were born again? No, I think it would be the wrong thinking that per, that doing good, being a good Christian was kind of based on my performance, that there was some sort of metric system yeah. that I needed to, I guess, earn my way to. So in all candor, I think most of us that are born again, get set free from both of these Absolutely. perilous falls, which is yeah. self-loathing or self-elevating. That's interesting. So that would be thinking more of yourself and your need to perform than mm-hmm. you thought really of the holiness of God. Right. So self-elevating probably. Yeah. I mean, I'm not trying to put words in your no. mouth, but I think that's there. What about you, Young Thunder? Mine was definitely self-elevating, thinking that I just had to wear the pin that said Jesus on it, and then I was good. Yeah. Uh, That what I wanted mattered more and was the most important thing for me to get. Didn't really matter what God wanted or what other people wanted. It was what did Jonathan want, and let's go that way. So self-elevating for sure. Yeah. What do you say, Super Day? I probably land in self-elevating as well. Because I thought I could handle everything. I've got this. I mean, even though I, you know, I was running in anger and I was running in all just the wrong directions and looking for the wrong answers in the wrong places. But the thing is, it was because I thought I had the better answers. Yeah, that's really good. How interesting, isn't it? That we're all, I think I'd be in that camp too. Hmm. I actually think I had more self-loathing in my spiritual battle months after I was born again than hmm. I did before I was saved. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I was, I beat myself up horribly. Yeah. For my pre-Christ days. I think that's a common days. experience as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's that pendulum swing that we've talked about. Sometimes the struggle with recognizing the wrong ways you were acting on one side. Now that you're saved, the, the human instinct is to go directly to the other side of things. Right. And I think that that's the danger that a lot of us face yeah. when we get saved sometimes. So we got a question for you this morning, and we'd love for you to pin it down specifically to kind of a, an event or an incident or a, a line of thinking that you had that was really destructive. But when you were saved, it changed your thinking. Yeah, when you were saved, what wrong thinking did God liberate you from? 312-274-9624. Discipleship to start your day. You're listening to Carl and Crew Mornings. Has anyone else here been bombarded with thinking the wrong things uh, about a situation? Uh, yeah. Or a person? It can consume yep. you. Have you. Yeah. I mean, negative thoughts, horrible thinking can yeah. absolutely derail the best disciples out there. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Leah, first time caller from Indiana. What do you say, sister? What was that wrong thinking that God freed you from when you were born again? 
Uh, absolutely. Uh, first and foremost, good morning. Good morning. Um, so I was in my early 20s, um, and I was raised kind of, you know, as a, a Messianic Jewish believer, but I was really having a hard time believing that Jesus was the Messiah. And so um, when I was 22, all of this negative thinking got to the point where it became so crippling and debilitating that I actually said, okay, Yeshua, if you are the Messiah, Jesus, if, if you are Lord, heal me from this. And uh, within one week, it turned off like a light switch, and I had no explanation. <laughs> And I knew that he was the only one that could have done it. And from that day on, I gave my life to him and um, have been living for him. Oh, wow. Wow. Leah, that's so cool. great. Awesome. What a story. Wow. So you were raised in a Messianic Jewish family? Yes. Oh, that is wonderful. Did you guys keep any of the festivals at all? Um, so we celebrated like, you know, um, Passover. And yeah. then we would do Resurrection Sunday. We didn't call it Easter. Um, and then we did do Christmas, but we also celebrated Hanukkah. Um, and so we kind of incorporated both because my mother is Jewish and she's a believer and my dad is a Christian believer, Gentile. So yeah. uh, very, and you know, different upbringing, I guess. Oh, that is That's wonderful. Awesome. Leah, thanks for that. calling in. Yeah. By the way, you are right on, Leah. We're going to, to honor Leah, we are not calling it Easter anymore. I like it. We're going to call Sunday. it Resurrection Sunday. Sunday. That's the right mm-hmm. name for it. And it seems like there's been a move. Of, I've just, I've seen a move toward that yes. among Christians the last, Me I don't too. know, a couple years yeah. where more people are posting and saying happy Resurrection Sunday. Leah, are you still with us, Leah? Yes. Okay, let me ask you a question because I had a phenomenal time of prayer with a bunch of our pastors from 180 Chicago yesterday. And the one thing that we concluded was we're in a season now where not only we talk about this a lot around here, we can't do church as usual. Correct. You just can't. We're losing a whole generation because we're going to church, but we aren't being the church and all that. But our biggest thing that we prayed for at a Starbucks in a in a little uh, room that's off to the side, we just bowed our head and we just started crying out to God. God, let us see your power. And Leah, that's what God gave you. He gave you a glimpse of his power. Do you, does that affect you to this day when you were 22? I mean, God set you free. That's... That's his power in your life, Leah. No, uh, absolutely. And it's, it's, I mean, it's not coincidental. I was having this uh, conversation with my sister actually yesterday about how um, we're not to rely on ourselves, but when we come, come to the end of ourselves, we come to the beginning of Jesus, and he uses his power through us, and that's what I rely on, not what I can do, but what he can do. Oh, Leah, this is great. You're a banner ad sister for the gospel. That is beautiful. <laughs> wow. Okay, uh, st- stay on the horn. I'm going to give you a prize pack. We're going to give you a prize pack oh, today. thank you. Yeah, you didn't even call for that, but thank you so much, Leah. What a great story. Taking your calls this morning. When you were saved, what wrong thinking were you liberated from? What wrong thinking did God liberate you from? Antonio, first-time caller, Melrose Park. What do you say, Antonio? Good morning, y'all. Thank you for having me on. Um, it, just, um, it just liberated me from the love of money. Hmm. I um. You know, growing up, man, I thought, you know, money made the world go round, you know. So yeah. and so I just focused on just, you know, working, working, you know. But, you know, recently I just got, you know, saved. And he made me realize that, you know, money isn't everything, you know. That as long as I just, you know, have faith in him, you know, he's going to get me where I, I want to be. You know, oh, it's not going to be the straightest path. It's not going to, you know, he can't guarantee that you'll type of path I'll, I'll be, you know, walking on. But he's gonna, we're going to get there together. You know, oh. and, you know, and honestly, you know, I thank God for all he's done in my life. Oh, that's great. How long have you been born again, Antonio? I, I just got baptized in August of this year. 
Wow. Oh, Antonio, that's awesome. How many years young are you, bro, Doug? How old are you? I'm, I'm 44. Oh, bro, what an awesome Sweet. thing. Uh, God, Antonio, your whole life has changed, hasn't it, my man? It has. You know, like, I've always believed in them, you know, but, but the only time you know, actually will come to him is in need. In need. Yeah. You know, just when like, things are rough, you know, I think like, typically a lot of people do is, you know, when they're in need, but, but now, like, you know, now he's like in my life, man. He just he took everything away, you know, anxiety, fear. You know, I don't know. I don't know. Again, I don't know where I'm going, but, you know, I say you got to have that faith. You know, <laughs> you know, and, you know just keep looking forward. You know, you're going someplace good and God's got your hand. That's awesome. First time caller, Antonio. Boom, brother. Wow. Yeah, no you're kidding. in the boom crew. Oh, my goodness. By the way, Antonio, did you ever listen to this show or Moody before you were born again? Or how did that work? No, no. It's just like I said, you know, I, I just, I'm trying to, you know, create that, you know, circle of believers or people that, yeah. that are going to inspire me, encourage me. So that's when I started listening to this radio station. You know, thank you guys, too, man. You, you helped me, too, along, along my path. Oh, wow. that's awesome. Antonio, stay on the horn. I'm going to give you a Carlin Crew prize pack. By the way, in the prize pack is going to be um, – a bunch of resources, not least of which is the seven resolutions. We're going to throw that in. And uh, Antonio, we're pumped for you, man. Thanks for calling in today. Wow. Thank you. God bless. <laughs> How awesome is that? Oh, man. Coming up, minute and a half, we got another first-time caller. They're pouring in here, these first-time callers. We got people getting saved and finding the show. Here's our question for you today, and feel free to call in as well. Freedom Friday. When you were saved, what wrong thinking did God liberate you from? Was it the love of money? Was it self-promotion? Was it self-loathing? What wrong thinking were you set free from? 312-274-9624. Your number one hub for freedom stories. You're listening to Carl and Crew Mornings. Awesome morning, man. We're talking about thinking truth. There's two ways you can really get devastated with wrong thinking. One is self-loathing. That is thinking less of ourselves than God thinks of us. That's a dangerous place to be. Scripture is replete, especially if you want to get anchored in a passage. If you're struggling with self-loathing today, go to Romans 8 and begin to read there. You're going to find in that chapter, Paul decimates all the lies that we believe, and they come at us in so many different ways. The other way that we think wrongly is self-elevating, thinking more of ourselves than we think of God. Think about that a second. How has God set you free? When you were born again, and I'm not saying that you don't toggle back into wrong thinking. The Lord knows that I can battle with wrong thinking on any given moment of a day. But we have the ability to think rightly, and it's usually anchored in the truth of God's word. That's what gets us our keel straight again. I don't know that you can have right thinking without being anchored in the word of God. Yeah, whether it's your Bible's open or stored up in your mind or in your heart, it needs to be there. But we got a question for you. When you were saved, what wrong thinking did God liberate you from? 312-274-9624. Danny, another first-time caller, man, from Elgin. What do you say, Danny? Hey, hi. Good morning. Good morning. I used to be kind of self-centered and thought more about myself than others around me, even family members and you know people I dated back in high school and college. How did you? No, go ahead. I'm sorry, Danny. Go ahead. I, I had it kind of easy um, growing up. I was a, I was, a, I excelled in sports and I had a great career, and that kind of made me a little bit cocky, I guess was the word. Hey, everything, I can do anything I want. Everything's coming easy to me. Yeah. 
it took me from here from other friends, uh, Christians, that uh, hey, it's not the way it is, man. You know, you're kind of you're kind of selfish. And I've been here. I was hearing rumors. You know what? Something's not right here. And I, I was reading scripture and it talked about gifts, and that really hit me. When you have a gift, you got to utilize that for the for the right direction, the right way. Give your gifts to God. You know, I didn't yeah. do it on my own, and I just I just, I just changed right then. God changed you. Gave him all my gifts and glory. Every time I, I I won a race, it was given to him, and then things actually got excelled even further. <laughs> Isn't that uh, great? I started changing my thoughts. That is dynamite. What kind of an athlete were you, Danny? I was I was a long distance runner. What kind of? Uh, we talking ten thousand meter? Would you run? Yeah, uh, the mile and and five mile cross country and track. Yeah, that's great, man. Both. And it just kept excelling from there. It did, did you know, it's, it's extremely well. I got a lot of national honors and stuff. But um, main thing is it changed my thinking, you know, not, not for me. That's beautiful, you know. Danny. That's a beautiful yeah. story, bro, because it's it's true. It's It's an amazing thing. But sometimes the very gifts that we're given, you know, I mean, we won the cosmic coin flip being born into America. We had a one out of four chance of being born into communist China. Hmm. I mean, yeah. who are we to say? Right. Well, anything. Mm -hmm. Danny, stay on the horn. You're a first-time caller. I think I've got a trend going here, and I'm not going to break it this morning. <laughs> stay on the horn, Danny. We're going to give you a Carlin Crew prize pack this oh. morning, okay, man? Cool. All right. Thank you, sir. Hey, you're running the ultimate race now, according to Hebrews 12, 1 and mm -hmm. 2, Danny. Isn't that great? Absolutely. Keep it up, brother. Proud of you. Boom, boom, boom. Wow. One after another pouring Man, in here this morning. So many first-time callers. This is so great. All right, light them up. We got a question for you guys. Freedom Friday. When you were saved, what wrong thinking did God liberate you from? 312-274-9624. Janine, first-time caller from Georgia. Let's get you in here, Janine. What's your story? So God set me free from thinking that smoking would help me deal with difficulties and help solve problems in my life, fix things. Um, I had an infant at the time and I did not want to smoke around my baby. So I would go drive in the country. I would pull over. I would get out of my car and smoke a cigarette. Um, this very day, this specific day, I was standing outside and I was smoking and I literally felt in my heart, in my head, I heard God tell me that this is not going to fix your problems. I am your source. I am your help. <laughs> wow. And from that day, I did not smoke again. Mind you, I had been trying to quit for four years. Four years I had off and on tried to quit. And it was just an eye-opening moment. Like there was comfort. There was peace. And, and that was it. I was totally done. And he freed me from that. So it was more of the why I tried to quit smoking because I thought that it was bad, it was wrong, which, I mean, it doesn't smell good. It's not great for you. But he said, you're trying to depend on this for help, for comfort. It's not going to give you that I am. That's powerful. That's good. Janine, that really is good. powerhouse, sister. Uh, how do you listen to us in Georgia? So I have the app on my phone, and I listen to you guys in the morning. I moved here from Indiana three years ago, so I was right outside of Chicago. And 
I love you guys. It's amazing. You keep me grounded. You keep me in the word. You keep me inspired. So wow. That's encouraging, Janine. Stay on the oh. horn. We're going to get you a Carl and Crew prize pack because you're a first-time caller today. So boom, boom, pick and boom. Wow. Oh, love it, Janine. First-time yeah. caller from Georgia. And just a reminder, if you did not know that you could listen on the app, you can just download the Moody Radio app, whether you have Android or iPhone. You can listen live on the go. So if you're traveling, if you're moving, if you're on vacation, you can still listen live or listen to playbacks. Yeah. Yeah. What a sweet morning. Oh, my goodness. All right. Let's keep this question cooking. When you were saved, what wrong thinking did God liberate you from? 312-274-9624. New to the show? Stick around for a while. We're Carl and Crew Mornings. It's Carl and Crew Mornings. Listen, we know that Christ followers can get smacked with stinking thinking. How do we know this? The Apostle Paul committed a whole chapter to it. Go to Romans 8 today. If you're getting up, getting going, and by the way, I know there's a lot of you. Is it you? You're getting smacked around with some horrible thinking? Go get camped out in Romans 8. Find, get, Grab your Bible. Get a Bible app. Grab Grab the truth and just camp out in Romans 8. Read it over and over again. And when you're reading it, just say, Holy Spirit, guide me in these truths. Liberate my horrible thinking. And by the way, it doesn't hurt to go stomp your feet about lies. I've done this before. What do you mean? When you begin to hate the prince and power of the air and all the demonic thoughts that he's placing in your mind, there's something healthy about going, I'm not taking this anymore. Mm, okay. Rallying around that. Yeah. Don't just go, okay, I've got some bad thinking and I don't want this bad. No, stop your feet a little bit and go, I'm not going to diminish God's work in my life anymore. Mm, that's good. It, it's helpful. Go stop your feet. Yell if you must. Warn your coworkers and go for it. <laughs> Fair warning. We're taking your calls right now, guys. What wrong thinking did God set you free from when you came to know Jesus? 312-274-9624. Donna from Matson, what do you say, Donna? Morning. Good morning. Good morning. Yes. Um, first of all, I love you guys. You guys uh, really brighten up the morning. I appreciate you. Um, but the stinking thinking that God delivered me from has been since I've been saved. As a pew baby, uh, being in church, born into the church, <laughs> uh, I had some stinking thinking that yep. I had to work mm. to earn love of Christ as well as my salvation. And so there were so many times feeling guilty uh, when God wasn't placing that on me like I was feeling it. Um, so, yeah, it, it's, it's the deliverance and the freedom God yep. has given me since been saved. Isn't that good. something, Donna? And you know what? That battle doesn't fully go away. That demon keeps coming back, oh, doesn't he? Oh, I'm fighting it every day. <laughs> I'm still fighting it. But I know, but I know that uh, I went. I thank God he doesn't need to work it out. Yeah, that's awesome. Donna from Metson, thank you, sister, for calling in. Taking your calls on this Freedom Friday, and a very unique one today. We're giving Garland Crew prize packs to all the first-time callers. Not that we don't love you guys that call in all the time. We love you a ton, but we'd love to power pack first-time callers. And this question has elicited 
a huge response this morning. In yeah. the show cast, you're going to get your socks blessed off. When yeah. you were saved, what wrong thinking did God set you free from? 312-274-9624. Discipleship to start your day. You're listening to Carl and Crew Mornings. On this Freedom Friday, we're talking about thinking truth. And when you were born again, God set you free from so much, not least of which was some wrong thinking. What wrong thinking did God set you free from when he saved your soul? 312-274-9624. Let's go to Jonathan, first-time caller from Indiana. Tell us, what wrong thinking did God set you free from when you came to know Jesus? Hey, um, so I used to be addicted to crack like five and a half years ago, and uh, the Lord set me free from that. Awesome. It's kind of a long story, but uh, yeah, I had five years clean back in October. I got my family back. Um, I'm now working full-time as a plumber. The Lord has just been doing so much for me in my life, and when he spoke to me, I I just found out that... uh, you know, he's been looking out for me the whole time. Yeah. It's just changed my life completely. Oh, Jonathan, that is awesome, dude. I'm so happy for you, man. Having been in the clutches of addiction myself for a number of years, man, I, I hear you, bro, and I'm so happy for you. It's, it's a freeing thing when God reveals to you that that thing that you thought you needed to have or you weren't going to make it. As a matter of fact, it wasn't even when you're an addict to any kind of a substance, I don't care what it is you start to convince yourself that life without that is impossible to live. And Jonathan, God has set you free, bro. That is beautiful. Thanks for calling in, Jonathan. You're part of the boom crew, brother. Boom. Yeah, way to go, my man. Stay on the horn. First-time callers are getting Carl and Crew prize packs today, and we're going to throw in a copy of the seven resolutions in all these bags. So God bless you, my man. Really cool. Awesome. How about Jonathan? Yeah, very... Very unique yeah. stories Everyone today. Everyone is different. And the, the so, which is like there's so many different wrong ways we can think. Yeah. It's like there's no there's no limit That's... to the ways we can get it wrong, but praise God for the truth of his word. Taking your calls today, thinking truth is a freeing thing. And when we're born again, we get exposed to some lives that we were believing. So what wrong thinking did God set you free from when you came to know him? 312-274-9624. Ryan, first time caller, Pingrove. What do you say, my man? Hey, how you doing? God bless you all. Thank you. I just, uh, yeah, felt compelled to call. I was listening into your radio station and, uh, yeah, just to cut to the chase. Man, I was uh, deep in darkness for over 20 years away from the Lord in a death metal band doing drugs. Man, it was bad. Surrounded by atheists and Satanists, tattooing, and I got this bad back injury back in 2021, and felt like the Lord was using my back to bring me back to him. Hmm. And, uh, you know, one day, felt like I was coming to the end of myself, and... Uh, I just reached out to him and he completely changed my life and uh, pulled me out of the darkness. I left my band. I stopped tattooing, stopped watching pornography and doing drugs, this, that, and the third. Man, I I couldn't stop swearing before. I tried. (laughs) And then all of a sudden, when I came back to him, he took it away from me. That's awesome, dude. And 
I left my band. Yeah, just uh, I felt the enemy all around me, and uh, he saved me. Uh, I'm so thankful. Ryan, that is so awesome, dude. Death metal band for 20 years. You guys must have, in that that genre of music, you guys must have been pretty popular. Oh, well, no. I started the band uh, like over four years ago, but I was away from the Lord for over Ah, 20 years. Gotcha, man. Gotcha. Ryan, thanks for calling in, bro. That's a powerful story, and uh, that's why we call it Freedom Friday. Yeah. Boom, brother. Boom. Amen. Stay on the horn. We're going to get you a Carlin Crew prize pack Um, this Friday only. I don't know why Allie did this, but she just out of the blue said, let's just, oh, that's right, I did that. (laughs) First-time callers. All the first-time callers (laughs) on this Freedom Friday. What a sweet thing. Your shot of hope to make it through the day. It's Carl and Crew Mornings. Yeah, somebody texted in. This is a good one. 2 Corinthians 2.5, taking every thought captive unto the Lordship of Jesus Christ. Check it out, 2 Corinthians 2.5. If you're getting up and you feel like you're getting bombarded with some wrong thinking, get up, grab a Bible on an app, hard copy, open to Romans 8. Read it one time through. Second time, stomping your feet in affirmation of those truths. We also have a resource for you that has uh, quite a few other verses that are going to be yours to take hold of if you are struggling with believing the truth of who you are. This has been one of our most downloaded blogs ever in the history of Carl and Crew, The Truth of Who You Are. Just text the word truth. Maybe you've gotten it before, but you need a refresher. That's cool. Text truth to 312-274-9624. Just one word, truth, T-R-U-T-H, to 312 312- Two seven four nine six two four. Good stuff. Question we got for you today on this Freedom Friday. When you were saved, really born again, what wrong thinking were you freed from? George, first time caller, Kenosha. What do you say, George? Good morning. Good morning. Okay, um, I was um, telling the lady that took my call moments ago. That's Lisa. Okay, yes. Beautiful spirit about her. Um, that... Um, uh, I've been baptized for over 30 plus years, but um, I I thought I was had been saved. I thought I knew who he was, mm-hmm. who he is, um, until I couldn't break hold from. They say we have it: the sin that always beset us. Yeah, and it, it comes and. In various shades, various colors, there's different levels of it. There's different things that we do and get ourselves into. And I realize that it's the sin of disobedience. Yeah. I never really took his law to heart. I, I When I understood that we are made in his image and in his likeness, and that his image lives within all of us, his yeah. spirit lives within And once I realized that I... I, uh, we had a Bible study Wednesday night, uh, and my verse was to read, um, I believe it was First Peter 2.9, and it talked about us being adopted into the brotherhood of Christ and that the uh, everlasting Father now looks at us as being priests yeah. and, and workers of Christ. And that hit me like a ton of bricks. I looked at myself in my past, I'm 69 years old. Hmm. And when I looked at myself in my past, 
I couldn't keep doing what I was doing. I couldn't keep thinking the way I was thinking. I had to get a new resolve, a made-up mind. And from that point on, I believe he delivered me. I believe he has saved me. Oh. Because I never, ever again want to sin against his image. Yeah. First off, you said something really important. You got baptized 30 years ago, but you don't even know that it really meant anything. I've known a lot of people, including myself, that got wet a long time ago. Young Thunder was that. I was. Yeah. (laughs) But when you come face to face with the reality that, and I love what you said, man, the law of the Lord, you look at and you realize because you lived out what the scriptures say. It's not a bar by which we live. It's a revelation that cuts us to the core that says, I can't live without God. And when we see our disobedience to the law of the Lord, and then we cling to God for mercy, George, your story is a born-again story. And buddy, I, I got to tell you, I'm, I'm thrilled for you. 60, 69, is that right, George? That's how old you are? Let me, let me tell you something, George. You've got, you've got more, you've got more, you've got more life to be lived going forward than all the years combined that you've already been on this earth. You've got more love to give. You've got more power to display than you've ever imagined. And that's according to Ephesians 3, 20 and 21. And I want you to go live it today, my man. George, hang on the phone. I'm going to get you a Carl and Crew prize pack today, okay? And I want you to grab that book that's in there and start thumbing through it. And I'm happy for you, George. God bless you, my man. Thank you for taking my call. <laughs> Absolutely. George, first-time caller, Kenosha. <laughs> boom, brother. Boom, boom, boom. That doesn't fire you up. Most certainly, you have wet wood. Yep. Wow. George, first-time caller in Highland. What do you say, George? Hey, good morning, Carl. Good morning, Boom Crew. How are you guys doing today? We're doing great. Aren't we doing great, guys? Oh, doing great. Yeah, yeah. doing awesome. <laughs> I, I can hear I can hear you guys. You guys are having a good time. We are. <laughs> What's yeah. your story, man? So, uh, well, me, well, my story is, uh, well, back when I was like 11, 12 years old, you know, I, I got consumed in uh, alcohol, you know, drug use, you know, hanging around with people, you know, my cousin, people that I shouldn't have been hanging around with, you know, because my culture, you know, you know, you're, you're say, oh, you, you can drink, it's fine, whatever. So, you know, and then when I was 15, 16, you know, then I got into harder drugs, you know, cocaine. Then I started doing pills. Then it just started going on from there. And then I got married, like, when I was 23, we had our daughter. And then I started, started going even more, you know, spiraling down more. But my wife didn't know at the time that I was using drugs. She just knew I was drinking. So back in 2019, my wife ended up... Um, you know, praying to God that she wanted to know more about him. She wanted to, to find who he really was. So she started going to church. She got saved. <laughs> so she started praying for me. Yeah, she did. I was, you know, yeah, six months, I was just like, you no, know, like, I was doing my thing. She was praying, praying, praying. It got to the point where she was so nice to me that I was like, is she cheating on me? Hold it, time out. That's one of the funniest comments. Ever. She's so good. Is... Oh, what happened next? I, I, I'm not going to lie to you. I told my pastor, I was like, the only reason why I came to church because I thought she was talking to one of the brothers here at church. And wow. he was just laughing. So, I, you know, I ended up going to church, started, you know, listening a little bit more. You know, I was still doing 
you know, things I should have been doing. And then she got baptized in August. And then from August to September, God was just poking at me. He was know, hammering you, me. bro, dog. He oh, was yeah. hammering yeah. you. Oh, yeah. And then and then September of, uh, 20th of 2019, I submitted my life to him. I gave my life to him. I told my wife everything I was doing. It, it was a crazy story, though, because when I got home, God was like, you got to tell your wife everything, and everything's going to be fine. As soon as I walked in the house, I was looking for her, and I walked into the room, and she's on her knees praying, oh, crying. Wow. And I'm like, wow. I was like, I got okay, chills. Time. <laughs> I was like, it's time. And then I told her what happened, what I was doing, everything I have done. She forgave me. Um, you know, I, I, I've been sober for four years of, uh, of drugs, of alcohol. And that same year of, uh, it was the same year of uh, 2019 on New Year's Eve, I got baptized. Wow. And, um, and um, now, we, you know, we have, uh, when, before that, we only had two kids. In 2021, we had our, our two-year-old daughter. And now me and my wife, we serve at our church. We are group leaders. We help other couples in their marriages. And me and my wife also help the wives and the husbands, you know, apart. You know, and just like uh, last year, a couple of months ago, I think you had Chris Harper from Better Man. Yeah. And uh, I, I introduced that program to the men in my group. And wow. you should have seen the toll it took. The, all the men, like the wives were like, what did you do to my husband? Like, he's, he's, he's acting different. He's, he's not the same person he was. And I was like, God, I was like, God uses me to help other people. And I'm here just to serve him. <laughs> George. I can't believe that, you know, I, you know, people from my family still can't believe that. I'm not consuming alcohol on Christmas or Thanksgiving or New Year's. You know, we're, we just we'll, we'll rather pray and worship and have a good time. Amen, brother. Amen. George, you're kicking the pants, bro, dog. That one line, <laughs> I got to go to church. I think she's cheating on me. She's being too nice. That's hilarious, man. What a great story, George. George, hang on the line. I want to get you Carl and Coop prize back, but you are in the boom crew. Let's triple boom them together here, guys. Boom, boom, boom. My goodness, George. Oh, hang on the line, bro dog. George from Indiana. Wow. That was great. I don't care if we're behind schedule. Tim and Kenosha, first-time caller. Let's keep it going. Yeah, hi, guys. Um, My story is a little bit different than everyone else's. I I was raised in a Christian family my whole life, um, and I – you know, I hit the big things. If I, as long as I didn't do drugs, sex, alcohol, or use foul language, then I was a Christian. And, yeah. Um, so recently, I mean, all these other callers are years ago, but um, the Friday before Christmas, 2023, um, God just revealed himself to me in a way that I never understood him before. Um, and it was, it has absolutely changed my life as, you know, someone who I would have proclaimed to be a Christian for the past, you know, 40 years. Um, and it was, it, it was the, the craziest thing. I prayed to him before I went to sleep and I said, God, please reveal yourself to me. And I woke up with the craziest analogy and I hope I can make it make sense. Go. But Christianity to me was always, I was a dog chasing after the master in a truck and the truck was always just pulling away from me. And I was a Christian cause I could always see that truck ahead of me. Mm-hmm. And even though I, you know, running behind the truck, it's really easy to see a squirrel and take off to the side. But as long as I would come back and, and see that truck and always be running after it, then I was a Christian. And God said to me, 
I'm not driving away from you. I'm stopped here waiting for you to come and jump in the truck with me so I can bring us where I want us to go instead of you always outside the truck, always behind chasing Mm. the next squirrel that goes off to the side. Um, and, and the longer I sit there running off to the side or thinking I'm chasing the truck, I'm not actually going where the master wants me to be going. And I'm not going there with him beside him. Like you said, uh, with the yoke attached to the two of us. Yeah. Um, Oh. And it was just, it, it was crystal clear wow. when I woke up that morning. It was, it was revolutionary. Bro, you've been born again life. for like two and a half weeks. <laughs> you know, I was born, I was, I was baptized in my teens and I spent my whole life, you know, uh, chasing a truck, following God and chasing a truck and telling everyone, yeah, I'm a Christian. Yeah, I'm a Christian. Um, no, but I, you know, not till I knew him the way he revealed himself to me that I was just someone who knew about God and a lot about God. Mm. Um, but I didn't, some, I didn't know, I didn't actually know God. him yep. and his love for me. Tim, I love you and I'm proud of you and I'm happy for you. And this is so important because Tim, I don't know if you've listened here much, but we, I have a, firm conviction that the greatest harvest field that we have in the church is in the church. We have, uh, yeah. we have people flooding to great Bible preaching churches every weekend who do not know the real Jesus. And you're just evidence again of this malady. And I, I want you, Tim, I need you to hear me. I need you to keep sharing your story boldly without shame. Young Thunder's got a similar story, yeah. raised in church, pastor's kid, knew a lot about God. He went to Moody Bible Institute for crying out loud. I did. I you did. did. But you were not a disciple of Jesus Christ. I wasn't. You not, hadn't been born again. Not until a couple years after. And in the dilemma here, Tim, is that Young Thunder, pour out your heart to Tim about how you you got intimidated by Satan yeah. about even sharing your story. Yeah, Tim, I mean, I don't I don't know if you felt this way. I mean, it's pretty awesome that you're already calling and sharing your story. Yeah, it it's, a, it's a big deal. Because for me, it took me a couple years to feel comfortable, you know, because I was raised in the church. I was a pastor's kid. And I always felt like I was going to be disappointing people, like I was going to be, uh, you know, embarrassing yeah. them because of my story. And it scared me into not sharing for a while. It scared me into not getting baptized again, you know, for the real deal, uh, you know, for a few years. And I, I mean, you're already taking some awesome steps and sharing your story, but I just encourage you to keep doing it and find people that you love and, and share the truth of what's happened to you yeah. with them too because the the truth is the people who love Jesus and matter the most to you they're gonna they're, they're gonna, gonna understand you, right? and they're gonna come alongside you they may have some questions they may have a hard time understanding at first but they they will come around they will understand and and they're gonna rejoice with you yeah thanks young thunder Tim thank you my man for calling in today you're an inspiration bro thank you yeah no thank you for having the the, the session here don't just keep it to yourself. Give what you've heard to a friend with the Carlin Crew Showcast. Just go to carlincrew.org. Guys, Freedom Friday's been epic. We're going to keep this party going here. 312-274-9624. If you're a first-time caller, by the way, I'm going to throw in a Carlin Crew prize pack today. Not every Freedom Friday. But while management's out of town on vacation, we're going to give it away. <laughs> oh, good. I like that. <laughs> 
Esherina, what do you say, sister? What God set you free from? From baptism. I always thought that baptism saved me. And uh, I came to realize after I gave my life over to him, uh, it wasn't through my works. Oh, Oh. that's great. How long had you been baptized before you realized you weren't born again? Uh, We grew up in a Christian church. I mean, we were uh, traditional church, traditional uh, Christian church. So it was, I was baptized when I was an infant. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then uh, I came to faith when I was 22, and it took me a while afterwards to truly understand what uh, baptism was. Yeah. And I got baptized three years after you were born um, again. I was a born again Christian. Mm-hmm. Yes. It, it, it made me. It didn't make me struggle to get baptized, but I, tr- I truly wanted to understand what baptism was before I stepped my foot into that water. Yeah, way to go. Asherina, you're an inspiration, sister. And thanks for your courage to share that. A lot of people get stuck thinking, oh, I don't want to talk badly or denigrate what happened to me before. But it's important because, Asherina, as you know, there's multiple passages of scriptures that speak to the reality that, Many will claim the name of Jesus, but not be born again. Matthew 7. I mean, the disciples asked him, hey, Jesus, do you want us to go pull out the weeds out of the garden? Meaning all the Mm -hmm. non-saved. And he said, no, don't do that because the the wheat and weeds grow together. They kind of look similar at times. But in the end, I'll sort it all out. Meaning there's going to be people that have been growing up in the church thinking they're wheat, but they're weeds. And Asherina, it's stories like yours that... Bring a level of spiritual sobriety and clarity, and we need that, sister. Be sure to share your story far and wide. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, you're welcome. Thank you so much. I know you're not a first-time caller, but that was so important. Stay on the horn. I'm giving you a Carlin Crew prize pack, (laughs) plus management's out of town. All right, let's keep going here, Allie. Yeah, when were you when you were saved, what wrong thinking were you set free from? Give us a call. Tell us your story. 312-274-9624. Let's go to Jean, first time caller from Tinley Park. What wrong thinking were you set free from? Oh, uh, well, um, I grew up in the church and then went but didn't know God, went to college and studied social work. So I was gonna help people and kinda um be good. And uh, I'm sorry, but that's too funny. I was going to help people and be good. All right, good. Yeah, which doesn't work very well. Mm -hmm. So um, um, I was pretty much as as uh, feminist. It was this was late '70s, Carl. So I'm uh, right in your generation. Right on. um, I was into the feminist movement and um, my view of sex, sexuality, my identity as woman, everything. Um, and then junior year, went to actually went to England for a semester to study and hit major culture shock, which got me asking who I was, what did I believe, why did I believe it, and uh, came to Christ at the end of that time. Um, after that, um, um, was able to get involved in a, a solid church and um, really started growing. God had to really transform my um, my view of sex, my view, my identity as a woman, who I was and what I believed. Um, 
Um, but one of the one of one of the moments I remember real vividly was um, even after that kind of transformation process was in place, and he was changing my thinking. Was one day when I t- talking to someone and I told them, and I was still in social work, and I told them, you know. I don't think abortion is right, but I don't think I could tell other people, you know, it's kind of an individual thing. And right after those words came out of my mouth, I was like, <laughs> oh, my goodness. The Holy Spirit. You know, if that's, if that's a, a life, it's a life. Mm-hmm. If it's a sin, it's a sin, whether it's for me or someone else. Wow. And that was that, like I said, that was one, you know, a lot of it was a real process, but that moment was real vivid for me. So wow, there was just a lot of work that God had to do and did. Oh, Gene, that's a great word. You know, it's only God that can take your views of sexuality, identity, feminism, abortion, uh, by the way, toxic masculinity. Only God can change our minds at that level. Right, Gene? Yes. Yes. And kind of finding who, who, who I am in Christ and who he is and what, what did he think? I actually did study at Moody too. And, um, really wrestled with what it meant, you know, I did a huge word study on submission and that whole word, yeah. you know, how, <laughs> you know, what does what God think and what does the Bible say about these women being submissive and, um, you know, really understanding that this, it's, it's, it's a beautiful thing and You're God right. created us men and women and created us different and that doesn't mean lesser, lesser or greater, but yeah. um, so there was a lot of wrestling through all of that. Yeah, we're totally equal, Gene, but we are completely different. And that's one of the great lies of modern sexuality is we've got this gender blender out there that's trying to create sameness. And here's what gets lost in it. The beauty of uniqueness. Yeah. The beauty of it. Totally. Amen. Way to go, Gene. Sister, you're an inspiration. Your spiritual pit stop to keep you going in the race. We're Carl and Crew Mornings. All right, let me be really clear here for some of you that are listening to all these stories. You've heard a common thread, and the common thread is this. you got to come to the end of yourself. And coming to the end of yourself means that you are humbled under God's mighty hand, and frankly, you feel spiritually bankrupt. Even if somebody is using a form of um, maybe spiritual enlightenment, sometimes called apologetics, and they're in you've you've in your mind you're going, whoa, maybe this God is real. Maybe you look at creation and go, whoo, maybe I need to wrestle with maybe God is real and I don't know him. Here's the one thing that I know to be true: you've got to come to the end of yourself, because Jesus said in the Sermon on the Mount, "Blessed are the poor in spirit; theirs is the kingdom of heaven." And this is what I know this morning. You, and I'm talking to you, are broken in spirit. You're bankrupt. And you might think, there's no hope for me. I'm going to tell you a living reality that every testimony we're hearing today, would they would all say the same thing. Allie would say this, Super Die, Young Thunder, we would all say this together in unison. When you are at the end of yourself, you've never been better positioned for God to do something radical in your life. 100% agree with that. You're not fit for the kingdom of God until you've come to the end of yourself. That's the whole point. He doesn't save those who think they've got it going on. 
this is that's such an important distinction because so often you will hear people say things like, well, as soon as I get my life together a little bit, I'm going to go back to church. As soon as I get some things straightened out, I can't I can't go how I am. But I'm going to fix myself up. Many people yeah. have that kind of thinking, like, let me clean myself up so that then maybe I can get close to God. I'll tell you the one thing that's true. You can't go on how you are. And I know that. I know what it's like to feel like I can't go on like this is. Yeah. But God sent Jesus. He loved the world so much and you that he sent his only son. That whoever, that means you, believes in him will not perish, but will have everlasting life. And that word life in the original language is the word zoe. And it means a quality of life. You've heard these stories. Some of you are listening there going, how do I get that? I'll tell you how you get that. In your brokenness, God is reaching out to you. You aren't even reaching out to him. What you're feeling this morning is God reaching out to you. (laughs) He's reaching out to you. And you know what he's saying? Come to me. Come to me. You're weary. You got a big load on your shoulders. And Jesus says, come to me and I'm going to give you rest. And he says, I've got a new yoke for you. It's a term that was used when you'd see, if you've ever seen a picture of two cattle going through rice paddies together side by side, there's that piece of wood that's kind of holding them together. God wants to yoke up with you. Yeah. He says, take my yoke upon you, not another yoke. Big distinction, by the way, I discovered that recently, and I haven't shared that on air. This notion that he wants to just give you another yoke. No, he's saying, take my yoke. I want you to be yoked up with me to experience life like you've never experienced it before. That's what he wants to do in you right now. And I want you to pray with me because today is your day of salvation. Today you're going to be born again. I don't care if you got baptized before. You can be baptized never born again. We've heard stories about that this morning already. But if today is the day that you're at the end of yourself, just say this with me. Answer a few questions. Are you at the end of yourself today and you realize your need for God like never before? Just say yes. Yes. Do you recognize that you are a sinner and you are gladly saying, I am. I'm a sinner. I'm willing to admit it. Just say, yes, I am. Yes, I am. And today is a day that belief will have action. Are you willing to say, I believe in Jesus more than just being a good man or even the son of God, but I believe him so much. I'm willing to turn around, repent and follow Jesus and give him my life for the rest of my life. If that's you just say yes right now. Yes. God's doing a work in you. You're, God, you're coming to life. You're being born again in this moment, like you've just been hearing from all these people this morning. God had you here. You were on an appointment with God today. God, there's a word called sovereign. It means that he is controlling everything ultimately. And God, by his good grace and love, had you here this morning because he wanted to breathe new life into you. God brings dead things to life. Aren't you glad for that? And I praise God for you today. 
I'm going to pray for you right now. Father, this person right now who is surrendering their life to you for the first time ever, flood them with your presence. Irrigate their soul with joy. Confirm in them as they open your word. They've been chosen by you. And Lord, protect them from evil. In Jesus' name, I pray it. Amen. Well, if that's you, we want to help you right now. We got a simple way of helping you. I'm asking you to grab your phone right now. This is real. Some of you have to wipe away tears. I get it. I had two hours of tears when God saved my soul. But boy, all things are new, and we want to help you take your first steps. So just text the word WELCOME to 312 274 9624. If that's you today, you have come to the end of yourself. Today, you become a follower of Jesus. Text WELCOME to 312-274-9624. Yeah, just as soon as you can, get to the side of the street, get to a safe place, grab your phone in your kitchen, in your office, just text WELCOME. And here's the number, we'll say it slowly, 312-274-9624. 312-274-9624. Welcome to the family. Coming up here in a couple of minutes, we'll shout out the last four numbers of your telephone number. And we're grateful, whether it's one or 100, surrendering to Jesus today, to be able to cast out an invitation for you to follow him is one of our greatest joys. Coming up after news, we got people on hold. If you're on hold, stay there, guys. We're taking freedom stories today. When you were saved, what wrong thinking did God liberate you from? 312-274-9624. Going from believers of Jesus to followers of Jesus. You're listening to Carl and Crew Mornings. Oh my goodness, what a day this has been. When you were saved, what wrong thinking were you freed from? Let's go back to the phones. Let's go to uh, Sean, a first-time caller from Grand Rapids, Michigan. What wrong thinking were you set free from? I was set, set free from thinking that I'd always be a non-content uh, in anything I did, I would always uh, just fight and quarrel with anything in my life, from my kids to my wife, my ex-wife, to anything, to my a good job, anything I would always push against. And non-contentment, it led me to, in 2019, I had a five-year meth addiction to where I didn't want to see my family anymore. I didn't want them to see me because I was in the shape that I was in. And in 2022... God blessed me with a job. I rededicated my life in 2019. In 2022, he blessed me with a job. Last year, I made $8,000. This year, I'm looking to make $100,000. That's a deal from God, isn't it, man? Let me ask you a question about discontent. How did God break you free from that? What kind of thinking? How did that happen? Oh, he fulfilled the spirit that he knew was inside of me of running all the time with a truck driving job. So by fulfilling that spirit, he said, I'm doing something. I'm doing something. He said, and, and, and on the road, you got a lot of time to think, a lot of time to really contemplate and, and, and meditate on God's word. Well, in Romans, it talks about in all things, you uh, uh be blessed in all things uh, for those who are according, 
called according to his purpose, who chased not after the flesh, but after the spirit. Yeah. So when I started chasing after the spirit of, of God and the spiritual things, look, if I'm broke, amen. If I'm not broke, if I yeah. got money, yeah. amen. Yeah, right. You know what? <laughs> I, I I just I just learned to be content. Now he's fulfilled my life in a in a realm of, of leaving home, of leaving my responsibilities when I was running in the world. I leave my responsibilities and I would go somewhere. Now, hey, I'm ready to get back home. God. Uh, Sean, you made our morning, man. First time wow. caller from Grand Rapids. Boom! Stay on the horn. We're gonna get you a Carlin Crew prize pack today. It's <laughs> great stuff. Oh boy. Diane, first time caller from Valpo. What's your story? Hi. Um, I was saved when I was 16, and it wasn't so much my thinking, it was my feeling of I'm a mistake, I'm an oops, and I'm an accident. Um, because I was told that when I was uh, 12, and my mom and dad uh, got pregnant, I was it, and uh, you know, she said, I never would have married that man if I wasn't pregnant with you. And he was oh, alcoholic. They were both narcissistic. She was the quiet, manipulative one, and he was the angry, you know. Um, and they used us kids. And there was a lot of pain and dysfunction. And so I was saved, and I knew the truth of the Bible, and I believed the truth of the Bible in my head. But my heart, um, till uh, for 41 years, till I was 57, believed your mistake. Um, And so I had been through counseling and et cetera to try and get over, you know, all that. Mm -hmm. And my counselor said, okay, well, imagine that you, um, where you were conceived. And my mom said it was in the backseat of on prom night. She was 17. She didn't. um, So, I was there, you know, I'm describing it. And she said, now ask Jesus where he was. And I had a picture in my mind, and I'm a very visual person. And the picture was Jesus' hands in my mom's womb. And he said, I was right here waiting for you. And so after I had that picture, it just erased that, you know, all those years of thinking and believing my mom that, um, well, I guess I did think it. Yeah, um, and, no. and and I did feel it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Diane, here's here's what's so good about your story because the fact is is a lot of us have experiences, and I'm so sorry to have a parent tell you that you were a mistake. I mean, come on, man. Look, it's not fair. What? It's not fair. That's a great way to put it, Young Thunder. Yeah. It just is not fair. But understanding. And there's a counseling model that Diane has gone through that helps people understand that God was there Mm -hmm. and he wasn't with his back turned toward her. Right. He had his arms out. Yeah. And sister, we love you. And I'm sorry for what was said, but I'm overjoyed that you now know who you are in Jesus Christ. So you hold on the line. Uh, We're going to get you a Carlin Crew prize pack. 
We're doing that for all first-time callers today, and it's been a party and a half here. But I think we need to give this truth blog because somebody's listening right now, and they've been told their whole life they're in oops. Yeah, we have this, this resource that we've – it's been on our uh, one of our sites for a couple years now. It's one of our most downloaded, probably our the most downloaded resource. It goes through Scripture. It's about 20 or 21 bullet points of the truth of who you are, your identity in Christ. It's so important, and Diane illustrated this so perfectly, that we – of tear down the lies that we have believed. Even as followers of Christ, we can still hold on to uh, lies about who we are, about why we're here, about being a mistake. I want you to get this resource and really use it. It's one of my favorites personally. Just text the word TRUTH to 312-274-9624. It's the truth of who you are. Text TRUTH to 312-274-9624. Yeah, good stuff. Ticks me off when I hear that parents have said that to a child. So many careless, cruel words spoken to <laughs> that that children carry into adulthood. So many have that story of being told you're a mistake or you'll never amount to anything or you'll be just like your father. You'll be just like your mother. It's crazy, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It's just crazy. And some of you have heard those words. And by the way, they echo for years. Yeah. Huh? They echo for a long time. Very loud. Clinging. Get this. Get this blog. Some of you need it today. Truth to 312-274-9624. Truth to 312-274-9624. Are we, we're okay for time? We'll be all right. It's totally fine. This is Mike and Tyler. Praise the Lord. Taking more calls coming up. Freedom Friday. Want to put faces to their names? Just follow Carl and Crew Mornings on Facebook and Instagram. And don't forget, that's Carl with a K. Okay, so we've got a question for you, and we're going to finish strong. I'm talking strong with the capital S. And the question is... (laughs) When you were saved, what wrong thinking were you freed from? 312-274-9624. 312-274-9624. Stephanie, first-time caller from Orland Park. Thanks for holding on to Young Thunder's ridiculousness. But what's <laughs> your what's your story, Steph? Hey, thanks for taking my call. So um, I was saved when I was a little girl, and um, my siblings are quite a bit older than I am. I received a lot of love and confirmation from my parents, but I always felt like I was chasing after them and And I sort of felt invisible my whole life and suffered from feelings of rejection. Not that they were trying to do anything intentionally, but they just didn't pay attention, you know? So that sort of followed me my whole life. And just recently in this past year, a couple of years ago, I lost my mom and my mom and I were super close and I'm the closest one to my mom other than there's no one else in my family that's close to her really. Cause I was the kid that stayed behind and took care of her after my dad passed away. Mm. So my siblings just sort of all ran and did their own thing and most recently they had Thanksgiving and Christmas and didn't invite me. So those feelings of rejection started to come up again. Ouch. And I woke up one morning and I was praying, you know, I was crying and I was praying and I told my husband, I said, you know what? The Lord has showed me when you have, when you get lemons, you make lemonade. And he showed me, although I felt unseen and unloved by my siblings, he sees me, he knows me, he loves me. Amen. Sister. And that's a revelation to me now. And that's what I walk in and those feelings of rejection that I suffered from my whole life, unintentional rejection. I just rebuke it in the name of Jesus. And I hope this call encourages other people to do the same. Boom. Woo. Boom. That's boom. boom. 
Stay on the horn, Stephanie. I'm giving you a Carlin Crew prize pack. Wow. Well, how important is this? Yeah. Do you know how many people out there right now feel unseen? So many. Even though you were knit together in your mother's womb, and all the days that were ordained for you were mapped out before one came into being, it's sometimes hard to let the truth of God's word overcome these crashing waves of self-doubt or self-loathing. Yeah, your wife often uses the term re-wallpapering, yes. wallpapering your mind with truth. You it's think about so if you've true. ever moved into a place that had wallpaper, that, that stuff, was bad. That stuff sticks. Oh yeah, and you, it takes some <laughs> some some real work sometimes yeah. to tear down the old wallpaper and to get fresh the new stuff, the truth in this case of God's word into your mind. We've got a resource that's going to help you re-wallpaper your mind yeah. with truth. Just text the word truth to three one two two seven four nine six two four. Hey, this is Carl with Carl and Crew, and I'm so grateful that you listened to this showcast. Thank you mostly for being part of the Boom Crew. As we help you take your next step with Jesus, you're a huge encouragement to us. We'll be here again live every weekday morning from 5 to 9 a.m. Godspeed.